this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade, never stop arriving. Hey, and welcome to the third episode of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from The K-Way. And this podcast is where we like to delve into all the latest hot topics, react to your unpopular opinions and literally everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you're using the hashtag How You At You. That's hashtag How You At You. The U is just the letter. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at How You At You, spelled the same way. So sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes. So our first segment is Hot Topics, where Shanice is just going to take us through some of the, I guess, big events that have kind of happened in the last week or so. So Shanice, what do you have for us? Yes, girl. So just a little plug. Every Monday, I drop a little video on um, my K-pop box instagram so that's at kpopbox underscore where it goes through some of the stories you may have missed throughout the week but here we're gonna go into it and you know i'll share my thoughts and feelings so just so you know okay okay (laughs) so first up we're going to talk about blackpink so yg officially confirms that they will be collaborating with drumroll selena gomez oh my god wow we had no idea absolutely no idea so the thing is right a couple weeks ago there was like whispers in the k-pop sphere that selena gomez was going to be like the featured artist and then why do you release this nonsensical it's not so cool even a word it is now they released this statement saying just wait for the official statement was that needed no um so since then i guess blinks and basically everyone had been knowing that we need to keep an eye out for selena like we, we've been done now <laughs> okay exactly so there we go what do you think the song's gonna sound like um so next news oh. <laughs> I'm joking, it's probably going to be, like, bomb and, like, because Selena has, like, a good vibe. So, I guess, like, girly, poppy, edgy, like, I just, I had a boyfriend, but now I don't and I don't need one. Girl power, yeah. Something something (laughs) along those lines. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Like, maybe because I'm not, like, a Selena fan. Like, when I say Mm. I'm not a Selena fan, guys, I don't mean I I hate the girl, so don't come for me. Um, I'm just saying I don't really know of her music like that. Unless yeah, I keep same. on the radio. Like the only thing I can think of is like that tacky tacky song. Oh yes, with like her Cardi and Yeah, something. I can see her do yeah. um and the other singer. Wow, we're so rude today. Oh we're my gosh. so cultured. <laughs> wow. Let's let's well anyway, the song will drop. This is a pre-release single, so this is not even their official single. Mm-hmm. So how you like that wasn't an official single either, just so you guys know. It's a it's a pre-release whatever that means but yeah this will be their second pre-release and it will be dropping on the 28th 
of August. Next up in copycat news, uh, first person up on the docket is Nigerian artist Lighter. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I apologize. Um, so he may have been inspired um, by mm. Got Seven's music video, Just wow. Right. Um, if you go on my Instagram, you can see that I've put the video side by side so you can have it all look for yourself um Shay was you able to see that thoughts feelings um yes I did um and we just we're just calling anything inspiration nowadays oh wow <laughs> just um I, yeah I saw that and um yeah no don't, I think it was got sevens just right that they were highly quote-unquote inspired by like also I think there was some boy with love inspo in it as well yeah I think that was like a small scene and you know um boys in love when they're in front of like this is it like a cinema theater yeah 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 it was basically similar-esque oh wow um Um, yeah don't do that (laughs) yeah but the thing is like I don't think um he has released a statement or anything or I personally haven't seen anything Mm. um so I think it's one of those things, I don't blame the artists themselves because it's not mm-hmm. usually them um, that has input what their video is going to look like. So I, I don't know, I feel like whoever storyboarded this music video underestimated the power of K-pop because that ish is, um, we're international, baby. If you haven't seen it, and I know certain people... Well, certain fans are a bit like, oh, I don't want to give him a view to see it. Da, da, da. You, give me a view instead. Go on my yeah. Instagram at kpopbox underscore. It's in uh, my static video because I, I basically summarise what happens and you can see it and it's side by side. Next on the docket of the copycat court, American artist Cupid have accused Seventeen of plagiarising his song Cupid Shuffle. So the song that's meant to sound similar is 17's left right again if you want to hear it i've put that in the static as well so you can refer back to that Shay, was you able to listen to it thoughts feelings opinions yes um yeah so we don't we don't like plagiarism or like milking things and not giving credit but for me initially i didn't actually hear the similarity just because obviously cupid shuffles one of those like legendary songs but isn't like you listen to it all the time so it wasn't like in the forefront of my mind when i first heard left right by 17 after a few more times listening there, there's something there when i first heard 17 left right for me i feel like it's mainly the beginning because of like the drum pattern mm. um that I was like, oh, this this kind of reminds me of this, but I I personally don't think it's a direct rip of the song. I think mm-hmm. that Seventeen song is very different. I feel like Seventeen was inspired. I could call this inspired. Mm-hmm. It was inspired, especially as um, for those that don't know, Cupid Shuffle is a dance song. There's a lot of to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right, and then Seventeen's yeah. song is a dance song, and there's a lot of lefts and rights so in that aspect i feel like you know they were inspired yeah i i don't feel that is the entire song i feel like like you said it i mainly hear it in the very beginning of the songs like the sort of similarities and Mm. i guess the vibe Mm. um but i believe there was like a statement from the cupid guy where he was like he doesn't blame 
17 and he knows like the members can't speak out individually and stuff he did post uh ig story saying that he understands that sometimes you know artists don't have control over their singles and he mentioned that his nieces are actually fans of 17 and so he doesn't wish them any harm mm-hmm. um i feel like he will he is gonna he doesn't blame 17 or because woozy's the one that like wrote it or composed it he doesn't blame the group themselves, but um, I feel like he may take it up with Pledis mm-hmm. um, because he feels like it's um, unprofessional. I can kind of get where he's coming from, but I, in terms of like taking it to court and stuff, I feel like it's different enough for it not to come under copyright. Yeah. Because it feels like it feels like if Shay wore an outfit, and I love the outfit Shay's rocking, but um, instead of wearing a blue skirt, I'm going to make my skirt red. And instead of um, Shay doesn't have a, a belt on her skirt, but I'm going to rock a belt. Um, Shay knows that Shay can see that I'm inspired, but it's different enough that mm. she can't say that I've directly copied her outfit. I I get where the frustration comes from because you know like your art is very personal to you like it's yours and I know people will say you know once you release that art into the world it's no longer yours it's the world's but still like you took your time to Mm. create it so I don't know maybe a remix might come out of this because he doesn't seem that upset with 17 and you know Pledis might be able to like you know (laughs) yeah a little a little collab moving on to our next segment called say what where you can send in your unpopular opinions and your K-pop dilemmas. You can send that to howyou at wizardradio.co.uk. That's howyou at wizardradio.co.uk. Take it away, Shay. <laughs> you just love an opportunity to rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so our first unpopular opinion that you guys send in is TXT isn't famous because of BTS. They're famous because they are talented. Shanice, how do you feel? They are famous because they're talented, but they're mm-hmm. getting the exposure that they're getting is because they're under BTS. Now, that doesn't take away anything away from them and that they're not worth that because essentially that's what all the big entertainment companies do it anyway. How mm-hmm. SM groups get recognition, how... YG groups get recognition, how JYP, etc, etc, get recognition. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think, like, TXT, like, they're crazy talented and they're all, like, super ridiculously young. Um, So, yeah, you definitely can't, like, discredit um, each of them being talented and whatnot, but the fact that they're 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 sort of coming after a big group from a good company and whatnot, that would have helped for them to sort of gain popularity a bit quicker. But Mm -hmm. if they were terrible... I'm assuming not as many people would like them. I just want to say as well, it can sometimes make it harder for for a group to come up under someone that's so big as well. Mm. If they weren't that, because there's extra scrutiny. It's like, okay, so your your BTS's younger brothers, let's let, mm. let's see what you do. Show me what you got. You know, yeah. so if they don't, again, if they were, as Shay said, if they were bad, <laughs> you'll hear about it. If they're good, you're going to hear about it. So it's like a double-edged sword, to be honest. Yeah, it's true. And I think also sort of credit and what's the word? Like where you're just telling recognition? something. Yeah, recognition to Big Hit for doing like a good job of differentiating the two groups because they could have easily just like 
done like a ton of video content with them and BTS and like, oh, these are our younger brothers, but you will rarely see them together, which I think they've done a good job at doing because it allows TXT to sort of form their own image and let people get to know them individually. Um, yeah, so I think we agree with this unpopular opinion. So next unpopular opinion is there's no such thing as an underrated or overrated group. Just because other people don't stand them doesn't make a group underrated. Uh, yes, Shanice, what are you thinking? Sorry, this this unpopular opinion doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, no shade to you, girl or boy or non-binary. Um, I'm just saying, like, the whole definition of overrated and underrated is determined on how many people are viewing or consuming their work. Yeah, I know. It's a bit It's a bit weird because when we're saying underrated or, uh, underrated or overrated, we're sort of determining that by the group or artist popularity. Um, but I think I get what this person means in a... Kind of, if I'm really digging deep. Because some people might say that GOT7 is underrated. Not saying that GOT7 couldn't be more famous than they are, but they're already quite a mainstream or popular group. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's if I'm digging. But the thing is, you could say, I feel like Got Seven may be underrated in Korea, but they're international. I feel like they're more known internationally, right? Mm. I think to say there's no such thing as overrated, underrated doesn't make sense because yeah. um, overrated could be they're popular because, I don't know, all the big channels keep pumping them out or the that it's overkill on the radio or hmm. whatever, right? And then underrated is because they don't, maybe their company doesn't have the funds to get them onto music shows or whatever, but their music is good, but it's confined in a smaller space and it's mm. hard to like penetrate outwards that they're underrated. Guess we don't agree with this one. Next unpopular opinion is Itzy shouldn't change their concept because they just debuted one year ago and are doing great with it. Do they even have like one concept i don't know i feel like they've been quite the same mm. no yeah like they they tend to have like a, a similarish vibe like it's yeah palatable like, like kind of like i don't know like ego-ish yeah i feel like it's still the same vibe but the thing is I don't know if this person's new to K-pop, but it's mm. not it's not weird for groups to just randomly change up things for a single because mm-hmm. I feel like back in the day, it would be like, okay, this is like a tough image roar. And then like maybe like three singles in, oh, look at me, I'm cute and innocent. Throw in some cute facial expressions. Exactly. And then, and that could all happen within one song about, <laughs> let alone like different singles or releases. That could that could happen within the same song or even try being like a Red Velvet fan. I was about to say that. <laughs> because Red Velvet does it all. For real. They'll, they'll bake you cupcakes, then they'll burn down your house, then they will go hunting with you as the prey, and then they will bake you cupcakes again. Like it's a lot, but we love it. We eat it up. So I guess for this unpopular opinion, we don't necessarily agree with it because we like it when groups and artists change up. It keeps it interesting and they may also want to adventure out and try different styles and stuff. Yeah, um, but I just disagree with the fact that they've changed because I feel like it's the same concept. But yeah. Obviously, like, the songs are different, but it's the same. Same vibe. The same vibe. Okay, so moving on, Shanice, I believe you have a dilemma for us. K-pop dilemma! <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
So can you give me a name, please, Shay? Um, oh, Jamie. Okay. So this is from Jamie. Hello, Jamie. Hope you're well. Hope you've eaten today. Okay, so hi. I'm considering moving to Korea to teach English. I've always been fascinated by Korean culture and music, and I think it would be a great opportunity for me. My only issues are that I'm quite scared of the idea of moving abroad alone for the first time and I can't speak or understand Korean. I would really appreciate some advice on how I could prepare or important things to consider. Shay? Oh, um, okay, cool. Hey, Jamie. Um, yeah, it'd be a great opportunity to, if you're interested in the culture and you've always wanted to go there. Um, I would say maybe try going on holiday there first. Obviously not right now. <laughs> Um, but maybe try going on holiday there first to see if it's what you've expected it will always be, like what you've dreamed it would be. Um, see if you like it, see um, if you sort of like the culture and the way people interact with you there. And also please try and learn some Korean. Like YouTube is a great help or there's even some online Korean classes that you can sign up for. You might not necessarily need to be able to speak Korean for your English teaching job but it will help with your day-to-day -day life and stuff. Yeah, I completely agree with what Shay is saying. Um, also, with the whole YouTube thing as well, I'm not even just learning Korean, but loads of people from different backgrounds have gone to Korea to teach English. Mm -hmm. So you can watch their vlogs or whatever to get a sort of idea of what they've been through. Obviously, everyone's experience is different and you're going in a completely different time so mm. it's good to change um this is kind of hard because obviously like i've never gone to korea to teach english so I'd, i don't know if i'm qualified to give you advice <laughs> um but yes shay said go on holiday i don't know how you're gonna do this because it depends how soon like yeah. have you gone through like the whole process i hope you're just um this is something you're thinking about first i hope you haven't yes. filled in anything because i don't think you should commit to something that you're not sure on mm -hmm. um but yeah, as Shay said, go go on holiday there, see how you like it. Mm. Um, and a bit of a shameless plug, me and Shanice both have like content about our experiences in Korea on both our YouTube channels. So mm -hmm. maybe those will help. Um, I also have some friends who are currently teaching English in Korea and some that are going to. Same. And knowing Korean is a big help for them. Because like I said, you might not necessarily need it for your everyday teaching job. But it will help with getting around when you need to go shopping, also your social life, making friends and things. So please, please, please make this like a, a few years type plan. Like don't sign anything or sign up for anything right now. Mm. Try to go on holiday there first, maybe with a friend if you have anyone that would want to go with you. Um, and yeah, maybe try and stay there for a few weeks or do two trips if that's in your budget. Yeah, I was thinking of that as well. Like if go with someone first if you've never been to Korea I'm guessing you haven't um go with someone first and then next time do like a solo trip thing because mm. obviously you're going to be there by yourself also I'm guessing there's there should be like some sort of maybe cacao group or some sort mm. of even like I don't know if people use Facebook but I feel like there's still be like Facebook groups with you know foreigner foreigner teachers or English teachers or whatever mm -hmm. where you can actually talk to people and 
I mean, if you get to talk to people that are already out there, then, you know, you could make friends with them and then you won't be so alone. Yeah. So Yeah, definitely try and look into things. And if there are, like, specific companies that you've looked at going to teach through, one, I recommend going through a government organization rather than a private one. You're just going to have, like, more security and everything's going to be official and, like, you'll avoid all the stickiness and look into how they do their placements because some people sort of just think that when they go for a company to teach in Korea that they're automatically going to be placed in Seoul which is like the main city in Mm. Korea but sometimes you get placed outside of Seoul so you may need to familiarize yourself with a different area um, Mm. just in case you get placed elsewhere. And also to add to that as well because Seoul is very dedicated to tourism so there will be like a lot of like English signs or whatever Mm -hmm. and then if you're outside of Seoul not so much so again the Korean thing is important It's, it's important anyway but just so you know yeah, it will help. <laughs> it, like, it, it's funny, maybe more so because you're gonna, you're wanting to go teach there, so you're gonna be there for longer. Otherwise, knowing Korean in Seoul at least isn't that important because, like Shani said, there's so many signs and people, like, usually are able to signal to you, or some people in shops at least might know bits of English. But, girl, if you wanna go, or boy, if you wanna go live there, yes, learn some of the language, please. <laughs> I hope that helps, Jamie. So guys, that was the end of Say What. Please feel free to send us any of your unpopular opinions, stories or dilemmas to hallyou at wizardradio.co.uk or send them to us on social media. Now we're moving on to On The Radar where me and Shanice will let you know what we've maybe been watching, listening to or things that we're looking forward to. So Shanice, what's on your radar? Well, some of you may know, but the queen of K-pop, Queen Boa. Ooh. I love her. I love her. Yes. Um, it was her 20th debut anniversary. Cha. God. I know, I know. She It could be her been... 20th birthday. She looks young. She is young. You do realise, right? Is she? Yeah, she's like... she? yeah, she's only 33. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, tw- she's been in this game for 20 years. Are you dumb? Listen, if you don't know who Boa is... That's disrespectful. Okay, she's pa- yes. she's she's literally paved the way for everyone, for everyone, yes. especially exactly. the whole. You know when your favorite um, K-pop idol does the whole Japan thing. If it was listen, Boa <laughs> knocked down that wall. Okay, she she did that. She was probably she was only probably like fifteen, sixteen at the time. Oh Child, yes, yeah, she she's she's been it. But anyway, that's that's not what's that has been on my radar. But the reason why I mentioned that is on um, SM Station, um, American artist Gallant. Uh, he he basically did his own rendition of Boa's song "Only One," like an English version. Ah, uh, yes. And girl, <laughs> it's a jam. It's a vibe. Mm-hmm. I love "Only One" anyway. The original. We haven't heard it, guys. It's so good. It's so good. Um, timeless classic. But um, yeah, he he did his thing, and I was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So for my on my radar moment, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have been binge watching Island, which is the new idol survival show by Big Hit. Um, so obviously, Big Hit BTS's company reigns on it. Zico's on it, and uh, like. 
big hits choreographer is on it. I don't remember his name. Um, I'm terrible of names, so I'm sorry. But yeah, it's crazy. I've been watching it. I think I'm on like episode five now. You can mm. watch it on Vicky if anyone wants to check it out. And yeah, it's it's quite different from your like traditional idol show because a lot of the voting in and out is done by the actual, um, I guess, idols in training. Like the actual participants on the show have to vote each other in and out. So it kind of gets a little bit shady because it's like, ah, smiley, but I voted you out. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay, tea. <laughs> wow. No, but the, the trainees actually seem really lovely. And some of them have been on other survival shows. Some of them were big hit and um, SM trainees and stuff. Um, one of the guys is from a big, um, like, what are they called? Like dance groups that do covers and stuff. I believe mm -hmm. he like leads one of the biggest ones in Thailand. So it's a nice mix of people on the show as well. Oh, nice. Did, uh, did I read somewhere that they halted productions because like one of the cleaners had Corona? Oh, wow. So they've stopped productions and they're going to get everyone tested. I read that somewhere. Oh, wow. I did not read that. Okay. Um... Well, there's some news for you. Hot topics. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> well, I hope everyone's okay. But um in the meantime stream what is out um yeah i can be shook now <laughs> <laughs> no I, I think i think it's fine well i don't know but i'm gonna say everything's fine because positivity yay and but anyway don't that's test all. positive <laughs> but anyway that's all you have time for today <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to this chaotic episode of how do you at you yes um so remember guys you can send us your unpopular opinions stories dilemmas or anything you want us to cover to hallyu at wizardradio.co.uk i've been shinies from kpop box you can follow me on instagram at kpopbox underscore and i've been shay from the kway and you can follow me at the kway underscore 100 and don't forget you can follow us on instagram and twitter at how you at you i will say at how you at you.com don't do that it's just at how you at you oh my gosh let's just end this man all my days anyways i've been shanice she's been shay and we will holla at you The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, -face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Fiera is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? 
In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.